Greetings and welcome to Astronomy 104 at Hack. For the last few weeks we've been talking about stellar evolution and we spent a lot of time going through the formation of stars. We talked about the, what stars, stars like the Sun will do over the course of their lives. We talked about what larger stars might do. And then last week we talked about what the remnants of the stars would be. And I ended up telling you, saying that, telling you that the next time I would be talking about black holes in a little bit more detail to give you a little bit more information about those as they are a rather interesting, interesting object. A black hole is the ultimate stellar remnant. So it is the biggest, best thing, the, thing, the biggest thing that can happen to a star. It explodes in a supernova and it's massive enough and there's enough matter through there, it crushes down past a white dwarf which in which the electrons hold the star up. It crushes down past the neutron star, which means that the neutrons are essentially pushing against each other and holding the star together, and it pushes even smaller. Once you get, start crushing those neutrons, there is nothing that we know of that will stop the collapse. Now, is there something really that will stop the collapse? Do the subatomic particles below the neutrons, the quarks and things, do something different? We don't know, and we can't know, because once it crushes much smaller than a neutron star, and it doesn't have to crush that much more, it becomes what we call a black hole. And a black hole is, by definition, something we cannot see inside. The escape velocity, which is how fast you have to be traveling to leave an object, if we launch a rocket with a certain speed, it can get, uh, it can escape from the Earth and travel into space. If we launch it with less speed, it will turn around and come back down. So if we launch it with a sufficient speed, it can escape from the Earth. When you get to something as compact and dense as a black hole, it cannot even light will turn around and come back. So even light is not traveling fast enough to escape from the black hole. So inside the black hole, lots of interesting things could be going on, but we cannot know any of them because nothing from inside can escape. Things from outside could get in. The black hole can certainly gain matter and gain matter over time. It can accrete matter. It can, it can tear up stars and things that are going close to it, gas clouds that are going close to it. But we cannot know anything about what's going on inside. We don't know what a black hole is made up of. We have no clue. There is no way to tell it's made up. We can guess that it's made up of the stuff of stars, that it's mainly, it was mainly hydrogen before it got crushed out of existence. But we don't know. We wouldn't, there's no way to tell whether a black hole was made of hydrogen or helium or iron or peanut butter. There's no way to possibly tell what it was. All that information has been crushed out of the matter. And the only possible things we can know about a black hole, there's only three things we can know about it. So black holes, in a way, are very simple objects. They don't have hundreds and hundreds of different properties like ordinary matter can. They only have three. We can know the mass of a black hole. So how much matter is there? We can measure that gravitationally. We can know the spin of a black hole. A black hole can spin and we can determine that from the material around it. And the black hole can also have an electrical charge, either positive or negative. If it had collected more electrons than protons, it would have a negative charge. If it collected more protons than electrons, it would have a positive charge. 
Now the electrical charge is not all that important because a black hole isn't going to build up a significant charge of one or the other. Because for example, if the black hole were to build up a significant positive charge, what would happen? The black hole would then attract negative charges and neutralize itself. So a black hole is likely to be very likely to be electrically neutral. So really we only have to worry about the mass and the spin of the black hole. The only two properties we can possibly know about it. And that's what they say that one of the sayings about black holes is that black holes have no hair. They're not distinguishable. They're only be able to tell their mass, their charge, electrical charge if there is any, and their spin. Those are the only three things we can possibly know about a black hole. But we can't know about what goes on inside and we'd love to know what goes on inside that black hole. It could be very interesting to know, does the, it truly collapse to nothing? Does it truly collapse to a point? That's what gravity wants to do. Gravity wants to pull everything down to that point. So take all the matter in the star and condense it down to something much smaller than the head of a pin. Just condense all of that matter down into it. That's what gravity wants to do. Or is there another force that stops it? Is there something that can hold up against that pressure within the black hole? And then what would happen? What would happen if we were to travel into a black hole? Well, first of all, it actually depends on the mass of the black hole. If the black hole were something like a several times the mass of the sun, we would never be able to get in it knowing what happened. Because as we got closer and closer to it, the gravity gets stronger and stronger, and it would shred the observer apart. If you went in feet first, your feet would be yanked much harder than your head, and you would be stretched out, and your body would be ripped apart as you were traveling into the black hole, or your spaceship would be ripped apart as you traveled into this black hole. So it would be a very interesting interesting thing, but you wouldn't be able to know what it's like inside the black hole because you'd be torn apart into your constituent atoms before you got in there. So you'd have no way to be able to give any other information and be able to send, plus you would never, even if you could, you wouldn't be able to send any information back. So for a small black hole, you'd never be able to make it in in one piece. For a much larger black hole, black holes that are millions or billions of solar masses, like at the center of galaxies, you could you actually could get inside a black hole. In one piece, your rocket ship could travel there. If a black hole is that big, its event horizon, which is the edge of the black hole, the point of no return, can be so far away that you wouldn't notice the super strong gravitational effects until it was too late. You could pass the point of no return before you have actually started to become close enough to the black hole to be torn apart. So in a super large black hole, you would likely be able to travel inside and see what goes on inside a black hole. Of course, once you've gotten there, you're now trapped again. You cannot escape because you would have to travel faster than light in order to get away from that black hole. And that is something that our current understanding of physics does not allow. As far as we understand right now with Einstein's relativity, there is no way to travel faster than the speed of light. But we don't understand the details of black holes. Could something more interesting, could there be another more complex physics that takes effect when you get closer to that black hole that we don't understand? For example, we talked about Newton's laws before in class, and Newton's laws tell us a lot about almost everything we need in astronomy. They work very well for determining the orbits of most of the planets and the stars, and 
galaxies, they work very, very well. Newton's laws, we don't need to use more complex. But when we get to very strong gravity, such as the orbit of Mercury very close to the Sun, we, Newton's laws do not work exactly. They're slightly off. We need the more complex version of Einstein's general relativity to tell us exactly how it moves. And because that doesn't, that, because there's something that happens if you get further into a black hole, is there another, another law of gravity that will supersede Einstein's that will tell us more that goes in there and give us very many more interesting possibilities. So as I said, what I was going to do, what I wanted to do today was just to give you again a brief overview, you know, an eight to ten minute overview of black holes and tell you a little bit about them, a little bit more about them. And I hope that's been interesting and useful. Uh, we'll come again. We have, I have two more weeks now before I actually start the fall term starts and fall classes and I'll be recording live lectures then and I'll be stopping these sort of summaries and I will so there'll be something else coming up these next two weeks. I haven't, I have a couple ideas, but I haven't decided exactly what. So next week will be a surprise for you. So until then, have a great day everyone, and I will see you in class.